Okay, Boker Tov. Today's daf is daf Ayin Beis in Yevamos. <clears throat> Yesterday we left off at the two dots, about ten lines from the top of the page. Torah Bonim. Kolos Torah Shana Shai Yisrael B'Midbar Lohai Yalom Yom Shalom Nishbalam Baruch Tzvonis. We learned yesterday that during the 40 years that they were in the Midbar, because they were Nizufim, Hashem found them on displeasure, that Hashem was unhappy with them. So because of that, the Ruch Tzvonis didn't blow. Remember, that was one of the reasons why we said they didn't have a Brit Milah, because without the Ruch Tzvonis, it's not healthy. They could, have, uh, it w- they could have died, so they didn't do it. Rashi said that they were Nizufim because of Masa Ha'ego. Uh, Tosus, I saw afterwards, points out that the reason is because of the Miraglim. Right, Josh pointed it out to me also. Maisa Miragla, because of Maisa Miragla, Tosa says a good kasha, because the Maisa Egel Hashem forgave them on it. It says, Salachti Kidbarecha, Hashem forgave them on that. So he has a kasha on Rashi. So Tosa learns the reason is because of the Maisa Miragla. But in any case, there was no Ruach Tzfonis there during the day uh, of the 40 years. Uh, during the 40 years, it never happened during the day. However, since all those 40 years that they were in the Midbar, that there was no Ruach Tzfonis during the day, but Bachzi Alayla there was. Even though during the day there was no Ruch Tzvonis, at night, What's Pshad in that? What are you saying? What does one have to do with the other? You're talking about the Bechor. Hashem killed the Bechoros at midnight. What does it have to do with the Ruch Tzvonis? We see that that Chatzia Laila is an etratzon, Kodesh Baruch Hashem saved us, he killed the Bechoros then. That was like the final straw in Mitzrayim, right? The final of the Makas So that was an etratzon. So therefore, even during the time of the 40 years in the Midbar, that Hashem, we were in the Zofim and Hashem didn't give us the Ruch Tzmonis, but at midnight there was Ruch Tzmonis, because that's an etratzon. It's an etratzon, it's a good time to be Mitzvah. Omar Funa, Rashi points out, you see the same thing by Dabra Melch. Remember, Dabra Melch had the kinor hanging on his wall, and he, at, at midnight the Ruch Tzvonis would come and, uh, and, and it started to make and would wake him up, and then he would say, Till him. Omar Funa, Dvar Torah, Mashuch Ochel Batara. So Ravuna says a new thing like this. What is a Mashuch? A Mashuch was a person who had a bris mila, and then it was pushed out, it was, it was stretched out, the mila was covered up, and he tried to cover up the mila. Sometimes it was done forcefully by uh, the Goyim. Sometimes it was done willingly. A uh, person wanted to be like the Greeks or whatever, the Romans, right? So let's say, some, but the point is he had a bris already. He had a bris when he was a baby. Now he tried to cover it up. That's a mashuch. So he says, Mira Torah, Advar Torah, mashuch oachol betruma. We learned that an oral can't be truma, but he's not an oral. He had a bris mila, right? So an oral, Advar, Mira Torah, even though he's mashuch, he's still, he's still mahul, He's not an oral anymore. He can eat truma. Umidavram gazrulav neishenirik oral. But the rabbanon said he shouldn't eat truma because he looks like an oral. So he shouldn't come to mix it up and say that an oral can eat truma. We said that a mashuk also couldn't eat truma. So Rafuna says that it's only iser drabbanon. Meisvei mashuk tsarach shimo. He has to do a bris. So it's mashma. Would you say it's a daraisa? Says no. It's still it's not a kash on Rafuna. It's only drabbanon. Uda karla makarla. What was your half minute? If you would say that what mashuk is Ma'amish needs it in a Torah, then you would say, Mashuch is an Oral. Mashuch Harez Oral. The fact that you say, Mashuch Tzoruch Shimo, that sounds like a Drabbana. What was your, what was your Havana? He says, the answer is, is Hatzoruch Tani. The Korolam Makar, what was your Havana? Hatzoruch Tani. Tzoruch sounds like a Drabbana. The answer is, Katoi B'Sefer. They made a mistake because of the Sefer. What is the Sefer? This is Rabbi Yudomer. Lo Yimomish Neshe Sakani Lo. If he had a bris once, 
And now what are you saying? Now that he's mashuch, the rabbi said he should do another bris. Don't do another bris. What, are you going to keep cutting over there? You'll cut too much, and you'll turn him into a cruz shafa. In the days of Ben Kuziba, who was that? There was, there was um, uh, Bar Kochva. Bar Kochva. What happened? The, uh, the, 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 the Goyim had forced them uh, to, do, um, had, uh, to, to uh, prolong the Milam, meaning to, to, to do, uh, become Mashuchim. And, and then afterwards, when uh, Bar Kochva uh, uh, overpowered them for at least for two, to, two, two, two and a half years, when, they, when he overpowered them, they did the bris of Elo Harbi Mohalabi Mekuziba, Baholi Dubaramaros. They had a second bris, so to speak, after they were Mashuch Aidei the Goyim, Shemashkamav Kachavim, the Ones, he forced them afterwards when, the, when, when Bar Kokhba beat them up, uh, overpowered them. They did a bris again, and they had children afterwards. They didn't become Khrushchevs just because they did a second bris. Shemarhimo Yimo, you should certainly do a bris, them, even if you have to do it a hundred times. If they, as if they obliterated the bris and they have to do it again, they do it again. Bowman, the Pusik says, as Brisi Hefar, they broke my bris. They broke my bris, as if to say, Lerabos, as a mashach, to include the mashach. And as if a person had his bris obliterated, or uh, right, he's got to do it again. Lerabos, as a mashach. My Bowman, what is the second Pusik for? But he says, Himo Yimon Zavim, Machitema, Hai Yimon Yimon, Lerabos, Titsin Makmesami, like we learned yesterday. Maybe Himo Yimon means that you have to do a full bris. Like we said, not by Alakav Avram Dinu, but you have to get rid of the Titsin also. You have to do the full pre and get rid of the Titsin. That's what I might say. I might say that, right? Rashi, yes, yesterday. Um, and you got to get rid of everything. So if that's the case. Uh, to say that the mashuf is also, and if if you obliterated the bris by 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 uh, taking the foreskin and trying to cover up to cover it up again, so you have to do it again. So who savar the one who asked the kasha fell midikanas lashas kroda oraisa kro since he brought down a posik as brisi hefar posik in brishes he broke my bris so it's mashmut to oraisa you're saying that brisi hefar to say that even if a person had a bris and then it was mashuk afterwards either to himself or to goyim you have to have another bris because it says as brisi hefar it's mashmut that's minatora minatora yefen kamashmut says no beloi midarabona and it's only rabbanu. In other words, mina rice if a person has a bris, and then afterwards, the Greeks or he himself try to uh, do an operation to cover it up, so it's as if he didn't have a bris, he's a mashuch. He, mina raisa, he's considered mahul. He's considered not an arel. He's considered he had a bris. But Rabbanon, he has to do another bris. But cross smach to be alma. The pasuk is simply a hint at it. It's an asmach to show it to, a, a source to show that we get a hint at it in the Torah also. But at this point, like he said, Rafuna says that a mashuk, a person who had his bris, let's say, obliterated, uh, he, he, he has to have another bris. Midraisa, he's not an oro. Meisvei. Now here's some important rules. Tumtum ain't ocho truma. A tumtum may not eat truma. Why do you think a tumtum can't eat truma? Because a tumtum is a person who's, we can't see his genitals. It's possible he's a boy, possibly he's a girl. If he's a boy, he's an oro, because he didn't have a bris, right? So therefore he can never eat truma. We've learned now for the last few days, that, that an oral cannot eat truma, either because of the Xerushava or because of the Pasik of Ish Ish Kontra but we learn a tum. So if he's a tumtum, can have eat truma. Nashav, his wives, Bavadav, and his slaves, Ochlan, they could eat. Now, if he has slaves, we understand that. His wives, how could a tumtum get married? A tumtum has a person who we can't see his genitals. Forget about having Bia, but who is he marrying, a boy or a girl? 
So Bisman has a, you say, well, you know, today everything goes. What's the difference, right? But we're talking about halakhically, right? Who's he marrying? So we'll talk about that in a minute. So his wives, listen to this, his wives were saying, can eat. Tumtum ain't no he can't eat truma. Why? Because he's possibly an RL. He's possibly an RL, right? Because if, he, if he's a boy and you can't see the genitals, he hasn't had a circumcision. But his wives can eat. I understand his slaves. Okay, he's a Cohen. Obviously, we're talking about the guy's a Cohen family. But his wives, how was his wife married? We'll talk about that soon. Mushuch, no, here's a point that interests uh, that we're actually asking about. A mushuch, a person who once had a bris and was covered up. Vinochimo, or he had, was born circumcised. Harelo ochlum, he could eat. So what do you see over here? That a mashuch could eat. Could eat. Now, we said, Rafuna says he can't eat mirabon, and he has to have another bris. We'll see what this means. Androgynous, what is an androgynous? A person who has both. It's so an interesting thing, although I told you many times that, that Chazal only say gematria one word to one word. That's a gematria. All the other ones are nice games that, you know, rabban and pick on it. Nice ideas. One is androgynous, even though it's a Greek word, the gematria of androgynous is zachar unikeva. Really? Interesting, yeah, yeah. I saw that today. Yeah. Zachar Unikeva. Go, go do. Uh, uh, Rick will do the math for us in 13 seconds and uh, and we'll confirm it. But uh, anyway, so Harelo Ochlum, Harelo Ochlum. Right. Yeah, yeah. I told you the best one. If the best one, if you're not learning that, is that is that um, Amalek is Gematria Masachnasa. <laughs> <laughs> that is 240, right? <laughs> that, 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 that's what it's called. That's for sure Menatorah. <laughs> anyway, so Androgynous, now what about Androgynous? He's got both. So an Androgynous can have a bris, right? And Androgynous is, a, 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 they use the word in English also, it's a Greek, androgynous. And it's, it, it means that he's got both things. So, so he can have a bris. Right? You have an androgynous born as a Shiloh, is he a Zachar, is he in a cave, is he both? But a bris he can have, right? He's got a piece, he has a bris, okay. So, so androgynous, ochel betruma, because he had a bris. They ain't ochel bekachim, he can't eat kachim. You know why he can't eat kachim? Which kachim are we speaking about? What do we say every day? By chatos and oshom and, um, and ola. Or ola, nobody can eat, but a chatos and oshom are eaten lezichrei kihuna, the males. Well, androgynous may not be a male. You see, a tumtum has got a bigger problem, right? Because he, he, he doesn't have a bris, and we don't know if he's a male. But androgynous has a bris at least, so he can eat truma, right? As, as a girl, he can eat truma too, but he can't eat kachim. Which kachim do we mean? Kachay kachim, like chatas and osham, which are only eaten by male kohanim. He may not be a male. Okay, so androgynous ocha betruma, vein ocha bekachim. Tumtum, now we repeat, tumtum ain't ocha, lo betruma, lo bekachim. We'll talk about why it's repeated, well, he's, because... He is a, a male. Who? He's a male and a female. He might he's be a male. Yeah, right. He's, he's, he's a, a male he and a female, be, or... He, no, he, had, he had a bris, so he's a male. Correct. No, no. He, on his male genitals, he had a bris. However, is he... Is, the question is this. So is he how female? Would, Let me, is, is he a female? He has a vagina. He's a female? He's a female, too. Okay, he's, he's both. Female. He's both. Okay. So he's one or the other. No, or he's both. Or he's both. Or, there's, or he's a third category. Is a, there's a male, and that's always the question about androgynous. He's either a male, we don't know for sure what he is. He might be a male, might be female, or he might be androgynous, meaning it's a third category. But he's not a male. He may, he may not be a male. We don't know for sure. As we don't know for sure how he's categorized. So therefore we say he can't eat kachim. He could eat truma because he has a bris. Right? He can't because number one, he, he's worse than that because not only might he not be a male, he doesn't have a bris either. But we'll see why that's repeated. Tony Mias, for what's our concern? They could eat. 
Tifta Rafuna Tifta. Now our gears in the Gemara is that this is a kasher vur. Rafuna says midrabbanan he cannot eat a mashuch. A person who once had a bris and was covered up has to have another bris midrabbanan. Here it says a mashuch can eat. It doesn't say that he has to have another bris. So that's a tifta. Rashi though learns the Gemara differently. Rashi learns it's not a kasha, just the opposite. Rashi learns that it's a proof to Rafuna. In other words, what was the question? Rafuna said that a person who has his bris covered up, midaraisa he's he's okay. Midaraisa can eat truma, except the rabbi said he should have another bris before he eats truma. Midarabani should have another truma. If the svar maybe is a mashma, it's the raisa. No, no, no. That's only a, it's only a smachta. Now he wants to say this is a proof to Rafuna because here you see that in, that we say that a um, um, a mashuch. Can eat. Now, what does it mean, can eat? It doesn't mean can eat without a bris at all. The rabbi said he has to, but it means minatori he can eat. Minarabon, and he can't. So, this is a proof. The fact that he can eat over here, can eat over here, means he can eat minaraisa. Of course, the rabbi said you need another bris. But he can eat rice, that's a proof to Rafuna. And the reason Rashi likes that is because in a few minutes we're going to say, Lahora, let's say the Rafuna is a machlokis tanam. And as Rafuna says, it's only a Rabbanan. Others say it's a Raisa. But everybody agrees that at least Rabbanan you have to have another bris. So it's, ma- it's more likely to say it's not a kasha Rafuna, it's a proof to Rafuna. Amaran, now let's analyze this price that we just mentioned. Tumtum ain't he can't eat truma. Now we had a discussion about that. What do you mean a Tumtum's wives can eat truma? We're talking about a coin. Who's a tumtum? Right? So he can eat. Can he, he can eat. He can't eat truma. Why? Because he might. He's, he's, he might be a male and he's uncircumcised. But his wives can. How can he get married? If he was makadosh anisha, what happens if a tumtum goes and it gives kedushin to a woman? What would you say logically? It gives kedushin. He might be a boy. He might be a girl. He's not androgynous. He's not both. He's, we just don't know. His, his genitals are covered up. <coughs> Today, they would do an operation, and in 10 minutes, they would know. So sometimes they did an operation. Sometimes they wait till it tore open by itself. There was some skin covering it up, right? So what would you say today if he goes and gives Kedushin? He goes to the girl and says, you know, I love you. Here, uh, here's, here's the ring and all that. All right, and there's a rabbi and all that. So it's all, it's all kosher. What would you say? You'd say he may not be married, and he may be married, right? This girl that he married, well... She shouldn't marry somebody else without a get, because maybe it's a marriage, right? Lachumri would do it. That's what we say. Even with the Kaddish, the Tanya, Tumtum Shekiddish, Kedush of Kedushin, that it's a good Kedush. What means a good Kedushin? She needs a get. It's a possibility to suffer Kedushin. You're not going to let her get married to somebody else without a get. Fine. That's, that's the Chumra. Or Niskadesh, the other way around too. Let's say a boy falls in love with a Tumtum, right? And uh, he assumes that she's a girl. Okay, let's not get into it. <laughs> okay? He assumes she's a girl. So what would you say? He gives her Kedushin. If she's a girl, and there's Adam and us, Adam and uh, everything, it's a possibility she's married, and, may, and, and she shouldn't marry somebody else without a get. And he would be also to her sister or her mother now, right? To this Tumtum sister mother, because maybe it's a girl. Now, if it's a boy, it's meaningless. It's meaningless. He gave Kedushin to a boy, it's meaningless, right? But it's a possibility it's a girl. So they would say also in Tzatz Kedushin, Amr, Amr, where is saying, L'chumra, L'chumra, you have to assume, possibly... It's the right sex, right? You know, boy and a girl. There's a boy and a girl here, and maybe it's a marriage, and you shouldn't get shouldn't married without a get. Oh, well, the kula me a minute, or are you going to go that? You're not going to go the kula and say that if this tumtum is a coin and he marries a girl who's a real girl, that she can eat chuma based on that. How do you know it's a real marriage? You get, that you're not going to be mekel there, me a minute. He himself is a suffolk. He might be a woman. And if a woman marries a woman, that ain't the marriage, right? Suffolk isha. Vein isha, makadashas isha. In case anybody still has a doubt, that's the laws about the lesbian marriages today. The Gemara says, "Beferish ain't isha bekadeshes isha." A woman cannot marry another woman. They can do whatever they want, but it's not a marriage. Call it what you want. I'm Rabaya. So what's going on here? Why? How can you say that his wife can eat 
doesn't make sense. Um, Rabbis has two answers. Rabbis has kshabets of nikaros It's very simple. Yes, we don't know what it is, but we know he. We know. You know what's going on? This is a, this this is a different kind of tumtum. This is not a tumtum where we don't know if he's a boy or girl. We know he's a boy. He, he could, his testicles. It's evident that he has testicles. You could see them protruding. You, they're just not exposed. They're not exposed. You can't get a bris because they're in, they're internal. The whole the whole the genitals are internal. But you could see that he has testicles. Shabbat of nikaros bachutz. So now you know he's a boy. So if he marries a girl, it's a marriage. Obviously, it's pretty hard to consummate the marriage. So they'll have to have an operation, etc. But he is a boy. Rav remind Nasha, when it says Nasha, it doesn't mean his wife, literally. It means his mother, Emo. Emo, Shita. Why shouldn't he be able to serve? If he's a coin, remember if he's a coin, let's say his father died, and his mother's a boss Israel, she can eat truma based on him because she's the, he's the son. What's the kasha? Emo, Shita. Here's the problem. A tumtum can't have children as it stands, because he can't, he can't have sex, so he can't have children. So I might think, remember it says, Yelid Beso, the one born in the Cohen's house, the Bas Yisrael's daughter, the daughter, that gives him to eat, Yelid Beso. I might think Yelid, like he's born, he has to be able to be molded, he has to be able to procreate. Since he can't procreate, maybe he can't, maybe he can't uh, since he can't have children, maybe he can't give his mother, Kamash than it is. So Rabbi gives a rather basic answer that it says, it's a little bit dochek, because it says, Noshav, his wife, but it means the women in his house, meaning his mother. Okay. Toshma, let's analyze this Brysa even more. Yes, yeah, say there's a by and Rabbi give these answers. Toshma, the, the Brysa at the end said that a tumtum ain't no Notice that Brysa said, started off by saying a tumtum can't eat truma, but his wives and his slaves can. <clears throat> then he fell down to Androgonus. Androgonus could eat truma if he had a bris, and, but he can't eat kachim because he might be a girl. And then it says a tumtum can't eat truma or kachim. We already mentioned that a truma can, that a tumtum can't eat truma. That's mentioned twice in this price. A tashma tumtum ain't no truma or kachim. Bishlam alavaye. According to Abaye, I understand why he mentions tumtum again at the end. Tanoresha orovadai. The ratio was talking about which case. What does Abaye say? That we're talking about a tumtum who's for sure a boy, right? Because we're talking. You could tell. You could tell it was. It was obvious that he had testicles. So, so he's for sure a boy. So what does he mean there? What is he there? See, a tumtum that you don't know if it's a boy or a girl, you don't know for sure that it's an arel. It's a possibility it's an arel. If it's a girl inside, he's not an arel, right? She's not an arel. But over here, you know for sure he's an arel. Why? Because you know he had testicles. So he says, Bishlam by Tanarasha, the Rasha was talking about Arovadai, but Tani Sefer, Suffolk Arol. So in both cases, in other words, an Arovadai for sure can't eat truma. The second case of a tumtum is a kiddush that even though it's only a Suffolk, he still can't eat truma. El Larava, Tumtum the Seifal Omli, coin to Rava that we're speaking about a Tumtum is a Tumtum, the regular case of Tumtum. Well, you don't know what he is, a boy or a girl. Why did you have to mention it twice? What do you have to mention in Seifa? So this is my Tumtum Oro. So he says, what do you mean by Tumtum means Oro? What do you mean? Hasha Suffolk Oro Loachel. If the first case is talking about a Suffolk Oro, a regular Tumtum, you don't know if it's a boy or a girl. And it's a Suffolk Oro, he can't eat. So Vadi Oro Loachel, so how could you say that a Vadi for sure, an Oro, Vadi Oro certain can't eat? Says Matam come. He says the safe is just explaining the ratio. What's the reason? Matam tumtum ain't ocho betruma. Why do you say that a tumtum, where it's unknown what he is, if it's a boy or a girl, he can't eat truma. They should suffer. It's a possibility. Possibility he has gen- male genitals, and if he has male genitals, what? Then he's an oral, and he can't. And, and can again, it's a suffix. But oral ain't ocho betruma v'lo bekachim. He's just explaining because it's a suffix. If he's an oral, all can't eat. Uh, truma or kachim. That's that's right. So we're just explaining the ratio. Is just explaining the uh, the safe is just explaining the ratio. Not time to make. Now we want to say this is what Rashi referred to before. Let we want to say now that that the um, what Rafuna what Rafuna said that a person who's a mashuch 
is that his uh, bris was extended, was covered up, uh, was covered up. Whether he needs a another bris midaraisa or midarabonan, is it midarait midatorah? Is he considered oral, or it's only midarabonan that the rabbi said lecharetz machlois tanoam? It says over here like this: mashuch person who was this mashuch that we talked about, or uh, he takes out the gear. The gersh this guy shemal. Let's say a gear was Megayer, he was 20 years old, but he was like, when he was a child, he already had a bris, some, some, some goyim do bris, and anyway, or excuse me, but cotton was past eight, the eight-day mark, he didn't have a bris yet, or Shachonim, or other people who already had a bris, let's say a person had a bris and then another one grew, it happens in rare cases, or he was born with two and they only cut off one, so the Tanakhama says all brises have to, have you ever been a bris at night? Ever been a bris at night? No. Brises are always during the day, right? That's the rules of caterers. We're not serving at night. That's it. It's got to be only during the day. Rabbi Lezer of Shimon says, no, that's only if it's Bila Bisman on the eighth day. Bisman, if it's Bisman on the eighth day, Enemul El Biyom. Shalom Bisman, if it's the wrong time. What's the wrong time? Not the eighth day. For a reason, the baby was yellow. Um, it, it wasn't. Uh, it wasn't born. It was born on Shabbos, but it was born by cesarean. You know, they, a, a, gear, a gear who has circumcision as a as a non-gear. Yeah, he has to have a toughest on bris. They do a little bris. So that, they, also they, they, that also. We're talking about that too. Gear guy And what is he coming for now? Now when he's Megayer, you have to do another t- toughest on bris. Right? So he says, all those cases, the Tanakhama says, all brises have to be during the day. Rabbi Lezer of Shimon says, no. Only if it's Bismarck, a regular eight-day, regular, normal bris. That's just be, be a day. But any, anything other than that, let's say you waited the ninth day, the tenth day, legitimately, let's say, you know, you know like remember, let's say if the kid's born on, uh, on um, uh, Erev Shabbos, and you're not sure if it's a Shabbos or Friday, you wait till the next day, you wait till Sunday, all those questionable parts. He says, that could be that night. That's Rabbi Lezer. Yeah, Yes, that they always have to be during the day. That's halacha. Everybody's right. But Reb Lezer, we're going to Reb Lezer. Reb Lezer Shimon says, only if Eid Bizman, only if it's on the eighth day, that has to be Bayom. If it's Shalom Bizman, come on. Tinok, Shenosh, Nimo, Betisha, 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 Oh, Ger, Ben Esrim, Shiz Gai, or Mashu Kaza, Oh, Mishu Shiv. You can even be at night. That's what he says. That's what Buzzard. Anyway, so Buzzard Shimon says, only if it's meal is mana and mo and beyom. Shalobismano, nimo and beyom uvalila. My la bakamifki, that's my focus of here. We're talking about like mashuk. Mashuk was also. He had a bris once upon a time, then it was pulled over, and now he's getting another one. So, uh, so again, the Tanakhama says during the day. It has to be during the day. Let's receive it at night. The one who holds what has to be in the day holds it's got to be that it's a Doraisa. Marsa, right? The one's a Doraisa, so it's got to be Doraisa. Doraisa's got to be during the day. Well, Marsa, Mashach is only Drabonan. So that's the Machlokus over here. The Machlokus in Ravun Ravuna said it's only Drabonan. Maybe that's the Machlokus here too. The one who holds that's to be during the day holds it's Doraisa. The one who holds at night, Ravun Ravuna, it's Tisbra. How does that make sense? 
cotton shavers mano, me kim lamandama drabonan. What do you compare it to Moshe? You say, let's say it's a cotton shavers mano. What is cotton shavers mano? He didn't do it on the eighth day. He's doing it on the ninth, tenth, whatever the reason was, a suffolk yom, whatever. It, does anybody say that's drabonan? Of course a bris is doraisa. A baby who never had a bris and he's just, this bris was delayed. Is there any question that that's minatar? Of course you have to do that. It's, it's for sure uh, doraisa. Sure and yet, Rabbi Shimon says it can be done during a night. That's not the machlokas over here. Everybody else, like Ravuna, that that mashuk, the mila, he's really menatari. He is already gemal. He is he's considered circumcised. Uh, but uh, but the rabbi said Mirabani should have a bris. And of course, a baby who's avers manu who's past the eight days still the raisa. The machlokas here is different machlokas. Marsa v'achal b'kumi marsa v'dashin uvayom marsa v'lo dashin uvayom. Pasuk says. Right? You could just say you do the mila. It says includes even cases where it's not the eighth day. Even cases like Mashur or Gershaskayer or whatever the reason was, it includes those cases too. Kiha, where do you see this? was darshing a different case for darsh nosar. Remember what is nosar? Nosar is when a carbon that was left over to let's say by shlomim, left over to the third day. It says Now you got to burn it. So so does that have to be during byom burned during the day or even at night? So he says, Rabbi Yochanan says, you could no, sir, no, if it's on the third day, let's say for some reason they delay, they procrastinated, and they didn't burn the leftover carbon until a few days later, then it's for Ben Yom Belayla. The Acer, a blazer, Rabbi Yochanan, or a blazer, this is a blazer, we'll see, this is a blazer, Ben Pedos, his Talmud, an Amora, not the Tana, a blazer, Ben Shemua. Rabbi Yochanan asked Rabbi Yochanan his Rabbi, Aini Elenibo with Shemini. What do you mean? Why is that? Why do you say that it's only have to be? Why do you say that the the, the nose has to be burned afterwards? Could be burned even at that time. By Bruce, we see a similar thing that uh, that uh, Where do you say this be during the yom? Like by Bruce, it has to be done on the eighth. If he's Bruce is on the eighth day, that has to be on the eighth. That, that has to be during the day. If he's on the eighth day, how do I know what to include if the Bruce was on one of the days following that? For example, this is. The standard cases where the kid was born on Benish Mashos on Friday, uh, Friday night going into Shabbos. So if the kid's born Friday night when you do the bris next Shabbos morning, if the kid's born on the on the uh, on air of Shabbos going to Shabbos, it's a suffix. If you're not sure if it was Friday or Shabbos, you can't do it next Friday. Why? Because maybe it's too early. Maybe the kid was born on Shabbos. You can't do it on Shabbos. Why? Because maybe the kid was really born on Friday. And now this is the ninth day, and Mila Shlobas is not Docha Shabbos. So when do you do it? On Sunday, right? When do it on Sunday? Well, it would be like the tenth day already, right? Or if Sunday is Yontif, you do it on the eleventh day. Or if Sunday is Rosh Hashanah, and you got two days, you do it on the twelfth day. In other words, if it's delayed, how do you know then it also has to be during the day? Tamar Uvayom. So you see over there, so Reb Lezer does ask Reb Yochanan, so here you, just like by Mila, you see, like we point out this drasha, since it says Uvayom or Darshan, like Moshe said, the halacha, that you always do bris during the day, no matter what it is, it's always during the day. So same thing over here by no server. Even if you don't Darshan above, even if you all, well, that's Uvayom, it's one letter, because here by Noser it says not just Vinoser, it says Vinha Nosar. 
you have Bob and the hey, two extra letters, that's a drasha. So the darshan, behanosar, not only nosar by Yom Shlishi, but even if it's on the third or the fourth or the fifth, I mean on the fourth or the fifth or the sixth or seventh of that day, it has to be burned during, only during the day. That's what the darshan is. Ishtik, Rabbi Yochum didn't have an answer to that, and apparently he accepted what his Talmud said to him, that it's got to be taka during the day, just like we say by bris. Okay, so we brought this on incidentally because we're trying to prove mashuk because there are machlokas about it, and we basically come out, Rav Huna's Allah is right. Then Mashiach Mirabonin, you need a bris. Mirat Torah, he, he could eat truma anyway, because he had a bris already. But if he's Mashiach Mirabonin, he should have one. Basar and Nafik, after, after his Talmud, Rabbi Lazar ben Pedas left Rabbi Yochanan's presence, Amal Rabbi Yochanan Shlakish, Rabbi Yochanan told his brother Rabbi Shlakish, who was like a colleague, is, Reishi le ben Pedas, you see, I saw ben Pedas, meaning my Talmud, Shiyoshi Vidarish, he dashes Kamoshim at Pikvu, like Moshe from the Rabbanu Shlalom. A very good drush over here. Amal Rabbi Shlakish, you think it's his own drusha? This business about the Vav and the Hay and the that it's got to be during the day. Mastisi, it's a brisa. So, where's that? So, it's Tanala, where is it? But Taras Khanim, it's in Taras Khanim, which is the Medrash on Vayikra. Nothing. Rabbi Yochum went out. Tanya, he learned it. But Tlossim, he learned, he learned the whole uh, Taras Khanim in three days. But Savar, but And he darshaned it and he expounded on it for three months. Okay, that was what he learned. So, Itaka accepted that and apparently that's the law. Amrav Lazar. Oro, Shehiza. Now, we've learned several things about an Oro. Oro can't be Truma. Right? We said an oral can't be true. If an oral was sprinkled upon yesterday, it was almost at the exact same spot on yesterday's Amid Beis. There was an oral Makabu Hazar. We saw that when they entered, when they entered Eretz Yisrael, right, from the Jordan. When they crossed over the Jordan, uh, they had to be kosher to eat the uh, carbon Pesach on, the, they ate a Batara on Leo, on Leo Seder, which was a, four days later, and they came in on the 10th. So it must be that they, had, they couldn't have the bris that day because we said they were weak from the road, right? Mm-hmm. So they must have had those all before. So they see that they could be sprinkled upon even while they were arelim and it counts, right? Here he says that an oral could also sprinkle the mechatos, the, me, the paraduma. Just like a fulyom. A fulyom is a person who was tamay, went to the mikvah, but he has to wait for Arab Shemesh. He can't eat trumas. We'll see the diet. We do it. We'll see the apostle. He can't eat truma. Kosher bapara. He's allowed to sprinkle. You know, he's partially tar, partially tamay. So the same thing here. Just like this guy, just like the oral can't eat truma, but he's kosher. Just like the tfulyom can't eat truma, but he's allowed to do the para. The saint can sprinkle. Here too, the oral can't eat truma, but he could sprinkle. Take more mild tfulyom. She came with meiser. Well, tfulyom is better because he can eat meiser, as we'll see. But an oral cannot. Are we speaking about eating something? We're not talking about eating the paraduma. You can tell me, well, he can eat this, he can't eat that, and he say, well, it's tfulyom can eat the meiser. We're not talking about eating. Ananlan geek, We're talking about touching. Touching is the same. Umat ful yom. She'asr benegiyah can't touch truma. Benegiyah, the truma can't touch truma. Muta bapara. Aral she'muta benegiyah. And all just can't eat truma. But he could touch truma. And it didn't she'muta bapara. So it's even more than that. It's not just a matzah. It's a kitzah kavachomer. A tful yom is somewhat tame. He's half tame. He can't touch truma. Yet he's allowed to sprinkle the paraduma in the kli. So aral is muta to touch. And it didn't she'muta bapara. There's a story. We said oral yesterday could be sprinkled upon, and now we're saying that he also can sprinkle on others. Mace fate. Tumshim Shekidush, Kidush of Guru, Apostle. A Tumtum who was Makanish. Yeah. No, umazami mishu acher was umazet al mishu acher umazet al mishu acher. Vugamkin lechol yot tahor bi paraduma. Efshal lazot at molam anush. Efshal lazot alav. 
זה לא קשור, טומא זה דבר אחד, והראל שהוא אסור בטומא זה משהו אחר, זה לומדים. cannot be Makadosh to Paraduma water, presumably because he's, he's an oral. So what you said before that an oral could sprinkle, Amrav Yosef, Hai Tana, Tana de Be'er V'kivu, the Mar Bilele Oral Ketame, this is a special Tana. We always, we stand our ground. Who, who was the one, who was the author of this? Rebbe Lazar, it's also Rebbe Lazar, it's Rebbe Lazar, maybe it's Rebbe Lazar ben Shemua. The other one was, uh, no, Eisvei Rebbe, they're both called Rebbe, even though once, it's not clear who that, which Rebbe Lezer that is, if it's Lezer ben Shemur or Lezer ben Pedos. But in any case, he says, he stands his ground, that an oral could sprinkle para aduma water on somebody else. I, it's mashu here that an oral, tumtum cannot, because he's an oral. The answer goes like a Bekiva. We had a machlokas, what's the, what's the reason why an oral can't, uh, can't eat chuma? Right? Is it because of the Zeru Shava, Tosha, Tosh, Sacher, Tosha, Sacher? Or is it Rabbi Kiva says, no, you don't need that. It says, Ish, Ish, Ki, Sarua, Ozav, Otame, right? It says, Ish, Ish, is Marba, and Oral, too. What is he Marba? For Tuma, Ish, Ish, Ki, Otame, Otsarua, Ozav, right? Zav, Otsarua. So he says, if you're learning out from that Pasuk, but Kiva learns out from Ish, Ish, then an Oral is like a Tame. And therefore, he can't do the Paraduma water. So here's an Achmed. It's not simply which Pasuk did they learn out from Ish Ish or Zer Shava. There's a Svar, there, there's, a, there's, a, there's a repercussion. If you learn out from Ish Ish Ki Tome Zeru Ozav, then it's, uh, then he's Mamish, uh, he, he's Mamish Tome. Hai Tanatar Rekibu, the Marbilo Oro Katome, the Tanya Rekibu, Ish Ish, the Rabbis Oro. Omer Rabbis, Rabbis says, well, I have a problem with that. Have you seen the committee of I was sitting for him, Yosef, because Shali, Lolishtam, Etonav, Alesne, Oro, Batome. It's, if, if, uh, if according to Bekiva, uh, an oral is like a Tomei, so whenever it talks about a Tomei, it should mention oral also, Valaymer of Bekiva. Tatana shouldn't, when I, he should say, he should say in all different kinds of places, whenever it talks about the rules of a Tomei, Loishtam Rashi says, Im Isidur Bekiva, Lachomili, Oral Katomei, Mishavile, Loishtam Tomei, Amma, she should not leave that out, the listening in Magatumas, Oral Vatomei, Kiadadi, the name and go say to Bekiva. Since you don't find that, that's not the reason over here is because that's simply because of Chumrov to Parah he shouldn't do it so he has a difficulty with, uh, with that with that Adrashi this is not likely that it's Rabbi Kiva and therefore the Kash Lachara stands according to what Rabbi asked here over here um, you do find it below you don't find it from showing up in the base of Mish bringing a car from Riyah because he's an oral it's disgusting for him to show up in the base of Mish not because that an oral is like a person who's tummy. Now, so the Gemara doesn't really uh, solve this, this problem. Now, Rabbi Yudah and Rabbanan, who argue about a woman, can a woman be Mekadosh Paraduma? They go according to their own spars. The Tanya, we learn like this. Everybody's allowed to be Mekadosh Paraduma, except for a child. A woman is not good. Uvandrogonus. He says a woman or an androgynous. The problem with an androgynous is she's possibly a woman, but a woman is okay. My time in Rabbanan, this is Vilakula Tamei Miafar Sweifis Achatos. 
right? In the beginning of Chukas, it says that they should take the Tameh from the Afar, from the ashes of the burning of the Chatos. Hanach the Pasli Basiva, the ones who are puzzled to gather it in, Psulim the Kiddush, they also can't mix it up, they can't be Makadash the Paraduma. Hanach the Kshem Basifa, the ones who are allowed to gather it, Kshem the Kiddush. And they're allowed to. And the Rabbanan say that women are allowed to. So women are allowed to. Chevshat Vakadu Rasa, but women are allowed to. Let the Pasik say, it says, Vasaf Ishtar, Vulokach, Vinasan. Let it say Vulokach, my Vulokhu. Is changing the word. Even the ones who are puzzled over there to gather it in, right? Who's like a cotton, hasam k'sherim hacha. They're kosher here, and that's a cotton. A cotton could do it over here because he says a cotton can. Rabbiuda machshub a cotton. Ihachi ishanam. So maybe a woman also should be allowed. He says v'nasan v'nasan v'nasna. Pasuk says he should give it. A man, not v'nasan. He darshins. Rabbiuda darshins v'nasan. Uh, it put it in mind Chaim Al Kelly, right? Venusan, yeah, it's only a man, not a woman. Rabban and Ik said, "Velakach Venusan." If we say "Velakach Venusan," have a minna shakol chavi avchad. Only one person could take the stuff, and one person could put it into the kli. Because of Rachman Velakach, lav davka that even two people can. Because of Rachman Velakach Venusan would say plural, they should take and they should put it in. Have a minna the shakli trevi avchad. You have to have two people take it and two people put it in. Because of Rachman Velakach Venusan to tell you that feel shakli trevi avchad. Even if two people pick it up and one person puts it in, that's also okay. Then it says, V'hiza hatar, that goes on in the beginning of Chukas, V'hiza hatar ala tameh. Let the Pasuk just say, let him sprinkle it on the tameh. The guy who's doing it, what is he called hatar? It's mashmati, he just became tar. He's a little bit tar. He's not 100% tar. If it would just be a regular tar guy, just say, V'hiza ala tameh. Obviously, a guy who's kosher over there is not tameh, is sprinkling. Why is he getting tar? Tar, mechlal shu tameh. It's mashmati, he's a little bit tameh, and he just became tar. Limanat fu yom, shikashim par. This teaches that it's fu yom, shikashim par. So, what are we saying here? Reb Lazar's uh, uh, Russia pretty much stays intact. That an Oral is allowed, uh, he's uh, also Kshayra, and we said that the Maisai and the Chacham are Machshur that, just like a Tful Yom, even though if Tful Yom is Osir to even to touch Truma, but right, he certainly can't eat, but he can't even touch his kosher papara. So a, a uh, an RL who is also betruma also is kosher papara. What do you learn from full yom? He's mutter ma'aser. We're not talking about eating. We're talking about touching. So the full yom, which is also to touch, and yet the touch of touch truma is allowed to do the para RL, which is mutter to touch. Uh, the um, is is lot is to touch to him, we just can't eat it. So shouldn't she she allowed to do the par? And that's how we come out to eat par. We had a we had a question because we had a brisa which says that tumtum shekidish kedushim sulu. So one answer is it goes according to Kiva. Rabbi didn't like that answer. Anyway, that's where we are. So we'll pick it up tomorrow, Mitzvah Shem at five thirty. Bominate the third line on Daf Ayin Gimel. We're up to now. We had a yesterday. We had a, a pasuk in in. Um, we had a pasuk in Rashi. Remember, we said that the shemen. We had a child about a, a, a child who's not the eight days old yet, and he's a kohen. Can you smear him with oil? Right? Can you smear him with oil? Uh, with with the chuma oil? Right? That was the question. Why? Because the smearing is like eating. Because the pasuk says, "Vatavo kamayim bekiabo vekashemen batzmosav." So Rashi doesn't put where it is. It's in today's tilim. Today's chav gimel kislev in the, in the portion of tilim. The few parts of tilim for chav gimel. It's in today's tilim. So.